Hello. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's going on? Not much. It's just uh, July 7th. So I'm waiting for the life-changing event to happen that's supposed to happen on July 7th. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was actually thinking that. I saw the, um, you know, it's 7-7 portal. And then I did Kundalini today with Debbie. And I thought when she mentioned um, just like today, and then I was like, oh, yeah, it's 7-7. And I, I didn't say anything, but I was thinking that in my head, like, something's supposed to happen. <laughs> um, yeah. Did you get, what, is Knox taking a nap? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So I was thinking mm-hmm. we might as well just talk about do a um, a little one on vaccines and antibiotics because I've had we you know we've had quite a few people um, suggest that one. Right. No problem. So uh, and I was actually thinking on my drive home how you know when when Courtney and I are going to discuss this on a podcast. Keep in mind we haven't. We're just going to wing this shit, and we've been doing this stuff for so many years. So it's not like I have like my anti-vax books out and all my research and facts and we're going to spew it to you guys. That's not what's going to happen. This stuff is like very old news for her and I. I mean, she's in some anti-vax groups. So she might be more like up to speed on stuff than I, but you know, it's kind of unfortunate in my mind. I was thinking that, you know, of all the videos and information that I've watched and read and listened to over the last 10 years you know it's unfortunate that I don't have that all like stored in the back of my brain here and I could like spew a lot of the like really awesome things that I've taken from all that you know (laughs) yeah like we like when we're doing these podcasts it's not like we have notes yeah no (laughs) like we don't like we don't think about it beforehand we don't take notes and then like you know a lot of times afterward we like text and we're like oh shoot we should have mentioned x y and z or like We'll talk about that another time. Or, yeah. So when we're doing like a topic like this, yeah, no, we're definitely, not, we're just having a conversation. We're definitely, I don't have any like notes in front of me. We like just decided we're going to do this like two minutes ago. Yeah. Well, I was thinking though too, there was a video that I watched not too long ago, like during this whole COVID stuff where this lady, um, it was so great. I, I, I don't know if you ever watched it. I remember telling you to watch it. I, it's somewhere on my feed on Facebook, but I love what she said about antibiotics and antibiotics actually stand for anti-life. And I thought that's mm-hmm. huge. And yeah. it's such a big part that people don't realize that antibiotics are anti-life and you don't want to consume anything that's anti-life and takes away life from the body. And really, if you, you know, we can start with antibiotics, um, And I guess so many people really do rely on antibiotics, not realizing a few things that there's natural antibiotics, number one, you know, that you can consume. Um, That's really the main thing is like, there's so many natural antibiotics. Why would you want to take a, um, I don't know, chemical one? What do you want to call it? Chemical one? Um, The the doctor man-made chemical one. Yeah, that, um, you know, those are depleting all the good and beneficial bacteria that we need in the gut, which Courtney probably knows a lot on that subject. Or somebody like me who, I was on tons of antibiotics um, growing up when I was older, more for um, bladder infections, which later to find out I had interstitial cystitis. It wasn't even bladder infection. So I took antibiotics for years, wiping out my gut microbiome and all that. And it to quite honestly never helped any, I mean, it didn't help. And then from having acne, um, since I was in my teens, so much antibiotics, um, for the acne, which again, 
never helped the acne. Like maybe short term, it would help for like a couple of weeks or something. But um, well, that's a common theme with antibiotics. You know, people take antibiotics for, you know, a, a specific reason, or they might be on them long term. And what it always makes the body do is it makes whatever, especially if it's something that's like a chronic issue that you're taking it for. Um, you know, it makes the the issue usually come back with a vengeance and come back even worse. Right. Uh, because, you know, it directly, it, it's directly, it's killing, it's wiping out all the bacteria. And then what happens is. But that's when the thing. The it's not, when, when we say that, you know, it's wiping out all the bacteria, the good and the bad. The reality is, though, it really doesn't wipe out all the bad because nobody's ever, like, for instance, there would be a cure for Lyme disease and a cure for a lot of these things if antibiotics were really the no, cure all, you know what I mean? So of course, and even Epstein-Barr, which uh, medical medium talks a lot on, you know, if antibiotics really work like Epstein-Barr and all, a lot of these viruses, um, you, you would be cured from, but you're not. <laughs> no, that's a good point too. But, but you know, I mean, uh, well, well, no, but is there sometimes, uh, I wanted to also say this, there's sometimes that they're needed, you know, there's some times where it's like a trauma situation or like a, I don't know, like an infection or something where they're needed. The problem with them again is they're abused and it's not used short term. Yeah, and I they're don't not even find the way- really they're really not needed though. I mean, like when are you thinking trauma? Like the only thing that you would say like trauma and it's needed would be like, if you got in some major accident, something happened and you ended up in the hospital, they're needed. Well, in that's ho- kind of what I'm saying. Right. That's but kind of what I'm think saying. About it. If you weren't in the hospital, the hospital is they're not needed. Yeah. Because the hospital's oh, forcing no, for sure. them on you. And that's what they're telling you is like, they're needed because that's their only method of healing, like are fixing you. That's the only method they know of. Yeah, but sometimes when something is like systemic and like it's really trying and you're really trying for an extended period of time to fix it, taking them for a day or two is not going to kill you. It's when you really have the mindset of like taking the whole Z pack or taking the whole, you know, first of all, I've never taken them. So obviously I'm not for them. (laughs) So, you know, I'm just saying that they're, I I would never want to say I'll never do something because then that's hypocritical when I, when I could say that it's possible that one day I would. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Well, and keep in mind, if you take one for, you're thinking, oh, if you just take one for one or two days, it's fine. You're not like taking them all the time. But even that really isn't um, true because just for instance, a, um, a girl that I know, her son had never been on antibiotics and, and he's not um, never been vaccinated or anything and had a really bad um, impetigo that was running rampant through her household. So she was like, oh, nothing was making yeah. it go away. So she went for the antibiotics and um, her son instantly had major ticks and something else I'm forgetting um, from the antibiotics just taking, you know, a few days. So, you know, you, ha- you have to consider those things Like you have to be really um, sensitive to them, you know, be like and everyone's different because I took them for years and I never ended up with ticks or nothing bad. And I'm sure many other people have, but just to show you, and that's one scenario of somebody that I know there's thousands like that. And I have plenty of people that I know that have reached out for help that have had a similar situation, um, you know, negative stuff caused from antibiotics. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, 
you know, it's, it's definitely abused. Um, You know, it, it, it doesn't wipe out all bad bacteria, but it does wipe out bad bacteria and good bacteria, not all of either one. Um, They are more damaging to the good bacteria, but what makes way more sense to me and the approach that I always took was, you know, if you have an issue where you need a bacteria killed, well, and it's a bad bacteria, well, then why wouldn't you just amp up your good bacteria to then make them stronger so that they're able to kill the bad? Yeah. Yeah. And and, I mean, and and here's the other thing, at least try all the natural antibiotics and promoting good bacteria before you easily just jump onto the antibiotic that the doctor prescribed. Yeah. It's like, get, get, you know, you can look up the best natural antibiotics, like oregano oil, um, colloidal silver, Colloidal, so, yeah, all the antiviral antibacterial garlic, stuff, you know, that, yeah, there's garlic, tons, yes, tons, yes, tons. Yes. Um, so, so you get all of those on board, you take all of those, and at the same time, get out your cocoa kefir, get out your cocoa yo, get your probiotics on board. But you know, this is this is very like, um, like dealing with something like at the moment, like, like when you're dealing with like an issue where you really and also thieves oil is a good one. Yeah. But this is when you're dealing with something like emergency at the issue, like, you know, at the when you're in like a crisis situation yeah yeah. but uh, you know big picture you should be working on you know boosting your good bacteria all the time by having fresh fresh fruits and vegetables and keeping your diet clean and cleansing your lymphatic system because your lymphatic system is your immune system and when you have I just read yesterday on one of the girls we both follow she um she's a great follow um by the way, uh, the raw alchemist, I really like her stuff. But anyway, she was just talking about yesterday how she went vegan. About a year later, um, she felt like her she was having like she and she was like a passionate vegan. She was like all about the animals and all about her health and all excited. But a year later, she started having some pretty bad symptoms. I forgot exactly what they were. I need to go back and read the post she wrote. But they went back to eating grass fed beef or something like that. And her symptoms got 10 times worse. Fatigue was so horrible. She couldn't get out of bed. Her son's um, face swelled up and they got sick and all these things started happening. And then she realized like, oh my God, we have like a seriously um, compromised lymphatic system that is so backed up. So this is what happens when people go vegan they're starting to detox. They're feeling like shit. They blame their symptoms on the vegan diet. They go, they leave the vegan diet, go back to eating meat. And then they might feel better for like, you know, a few weeks or even longer. And then the symptoms they had before come back with a vengeance because they're continuing to overload their seriously already taxed endocrine system by continuing to clog up their lymphatic system. Right. And just so, you know, you said sometimes they feel better when they add the meat back in and that's really shows you how weak your adrenal glands are. So that's why when people feel very fatigued when you're vegan, it's just showing you the weakness of your adrenals, which then if you went back to eating something like beef, you know, something like a bloody, you know, meat on like a chicken. So if you went back to beef eating, Um, And you feel like better. I hear a lot of women say that like, oh, I'm so low on iron. And then I know that's when I need a hamburger. It's like, okay, well, all that did was basically feed your um, adrenal glands. 
So it's like, I, I right, get because, the theory well, and, behind and the, it, but it's, it's just not, right. you know, it's not needed. Well, and the reason why too, it's like, first of all, if you have low iron, there's a deeper rooted issue. It has nothing to do with not eating meat. And this is from me, somebody who has low iron. Um, and I also have a parasite issue that's like chronic. So um, this is usually low irons, a parasite issue because they deplete you of your iron because they take the iron. And, um, and just so you can clarify a chronic parasite issue is generally stems from chronic gut issues, like low stomach acid. So that's where that, right. Because that, right. And I do have low stomach acid and that's like my chronic thing. Um, you know, because usually when you, when you're, you're, we're taking in parasites all the time. So we have, we take in parasites through the air we breathe, the food we eat, the water we drink. And what's supposed to happen is when we take those in, the bad bacteria is supposed to be able to be killed by our stomach acid. So if we have low stomach acid, the bacterias don't die and then they are able to manifest within the body. And that's definitely my chronic issue. So it makes sense that I'd have low stomach acid, chronic parasite issue, um, low iron, right. Totally makes sense. Yeah. So, you know, you, and iron is meat is not the only source of iron. So you can, um, get herbal sources of iron and, uh, have the same exact result. Right. And people need to um, understand too, that when you are consuming animal products, um, you are consuming a lot of antibiotics and hormones in those foods. And I know a lot of people say, Oh, well, I yeah. only buy antibiotic free. Okay. But most of the time when you go out to eat, um, it's not antibiotic free cause there's not many restaurants that serve that. So even if you don't go out to eat that often, like it's still adding up and it's like really, it's just really, really not ideal. Yeah. And if you're buying antibiotic and hormone free, like literally from a local farm, cause that's literally the only way to do that. Um, you also want to make sure they're being like fed the right way and everything like that. And to have all of that, you know, the antibiotic free grain free corn free, Um, so they're grass fed, of course, but even so what we mentioned earlier about how seeing how the, how weak the adrenals are, the reason why is because when the animals are killed, the, their adrenaline's running super high. So you're consuming that adrenaline that's trapped within their muscles. And then you get like a rush from eating it because it's like an adrenaline rush. Right. Which that rush turns into, um, energy and maybe you feeling more vibrant than you did on a vegan diet where you are feeling lower because it's again, just showing you, you know, your weaknesses that you then need to heal on because we all have so many, I mean, you know, we're healing stuff like, you know, generations back guys, like it, it go, it's not, you know, that's why, again, we always say healing's not easy. It's not like a quick little weekend detox, but speaking of back to antibiotics, I really wish I'll have to go back on my feed and maybe we can post a little talk that the lady did where she said it was anti-life because she said it, so so beautifully it wasn't a long video it was like 30 minutes and I felt like wow like you don't need another video like that was it everything what she said made perfect sense it was to the point and it was it was really beautifully said so I'll have to find a um a link to that but even antibiotics it's funny how I'm not gonna remember what it is when you have the flu is flu bacterial or it's not viral is it even though COVID's a virus? I'm like confused, but no, it's not. I, well, I well, no, I think the flu is viral. Is it okay? So that's what I was gonna say. Is it's mm-hmm. interesting. That's why when you have when you go in for the flu, what's the first thing they want to give you is a Z pack. <laughs> but people don't realize that really viral. You don't want um, antibiotics because antibiotics are for no. bacterial. 
Yeah. You know, so it's like that whole thing too. Cause I know people like love to run um, to get the Z pack. And then that brings up before we move on to vaccines is I forget what talk we did, but remember I was saying, dang, we should have mentioned um, the fever. And so when you get sick with a fever, mm -hmm. you do not want to go taking Tylenol and Motrin to make your fever go away because the fever is the body's natural way of killing the virus, killing the bacteria. That's how your body naturally does it. So if you don't have an infrared sauna, which I have to admit, when you're coming down with something and you're getting sick, it's, you know, it's not pleasant to go in a sauna because you want to stay in bed and like cry me a river. But you want the body to have a fever because the fever is going to what's going to kill it. So even with children, if your children are spiking a high fever and you're getting all scared and then you give them Tylenol, you just mess up the whole process that the body was trying to heal. You suppress it down mm -hmm. and it's going to take longer for it to heal. And now you might have just buried the bacteria or viral down deeper in and let the body purge it out itself. So if you want to avoid these things as best as possible and as best as you feel comfortable with. So really it's about getting more comfortable um, being able to do that. It's not as easy being a parent when your child gets a fever versus if you have the fever, maybe you can hang tough um, because it's your, you know, your fever, you know how you feel. Um, but I also well, yeah, really, yeah, go ahead. This guy um, I follow, I love his stuff, Mike something. And um, he was talking about in like some ancient, tribe he knows of like when you get sick you don't want to go run in the bed and cry he said when he starts coming down with something even though he's miserable and wants to go lay down in bed he actually pushes himself to go outside and will like jog and like jog until it breaks and I was thinking and he has like a whole great video on it and I was kind of like wow this guy's like no joke but it's so true so he says he's never been really sick because he gets it right away every time He'll push himself and jog until like heavy, heavy, serious, like workout and cardio to where you're getting the body into like a heat, which is similar to a, what a sauna would do. So he like makes his yeah. own fever and um, kills it, like stops it right in his tracks. And I was like, wow. That's I mean, I, that, well, that, that's like totally, I totally believe that's completely possible. Yeah. Um, you know, and also a good way to deal with the fevers just with, you know, obviously giving the uh, over-the-counter shit is not okay, but a good way to deal with it if you're like a little like, I don't know, like worried that your kid's fever is getting too high, which it it just doesn't. The body will regulate itself. That's that's the body's, always the body's goal is to come back to a state of homeostasis. So it's doing what it needs to do to get back to that place. Um, but if you are worried and you just want to like treat a fever and also to continue to just treat the sickness, um, cold sock treatment, onion, um, you know, uh, in, on the feet, in the socks, um, and also peppermint oil down the spine will just cool off the body, but not in a way where you're taking the fever away, I guess you could say. But I just know how effective the peppermint down the spine was. Um, Link, I think, has only had a fever one time, my older son. And I did the peppermint. And it was, like, insane how quickly the fever broke and he was better. Like, really, like, quick. So I thought that was interesting because I've read a lot about the peppermint oil being really effective. Well, it's just cool. It's, it shouldn't make it break though and go away. Cause what you just did was you lowered it. And even when you lower it naturally, 
you're stopping the process yeah. of what you're doing. So it probably just happened no, to break right. and be a coincidence. Um, but that's true. Ella, I've had, you know, she, th- this kid gets major high fevers um, since she was little. So I, I deal with at least maybe two a year. And um, when I say hi, you know, she's almost been up to 105 before. And I know a lot of parents are scared, but again, it's fear mongering from doctors because you think that your child's going to have a seizure. Yes. Some children have had seizures from high fevers, but they are very, very rare. And we shouldn't live in fear of that. You know what's best for your child, but you have to remember that when you do have a high fever, guess what? You don't want to eat. You are a little lethargic. You, um, you know, the child will be like, napping and then start like blurbing out you know like dreaming and it can be scary like totally but um it's part of the process I mean Dr. Joe if anybody follows Dr. Joe he was saying how um he actually had the most mystical experiences as a kid because he always got high fevers as well and he was saying when you get a high fever it actually upgrades your DNA because you're burning off the stuff so you get an upgrade So, which is also interesting with children, when they get that high fever, if you let it do its thing, you'll actually even notice, um, you'll notice the upgrade in your child, like something will have shifted and they got an upgrade. So Dr. Joe was even saying like, he remembers them as a kid and he loved them because he, they would take them to like mystical places because basically you're like half awake, half sleeping in a dream, like theta state. And, you know, you're probably dreaming some like crazy shit or going into different timelines, who knows? Um, well, that definitely happened to me as a kid, and I, I don't really remember it, my, but my mom does, and it freaked her out, and she would never suppress my fevers, and um, I definitely got high fevers. I was, I was similar to Ella like that. Like, I definitely would get a lot of high fevers, and it would be a little scary for my mom, but she would just let them go, and I would always do some weird shit, so. Yeah. Well, so more on antibiotics, again, they're just there's nothing great about them. If you've tried everything naturally and you're like an emergency and frustrated state, you know, sure. Um, try them, but then up all your probiotics for your gut and, um, really focus on that and don't rely on them, but we can move on to, um, vaccines quickly, especially like right now, all the talk of, um, you know, the COVID vaccine. And I know a lot of people are um, waiting for it, which is so insane in my mind. (laughs) And I, you know, one thing about the vaccine I want to point out is that, you know, it's really shitty being an anti-vaxxer because it's like anti-vaxxers are the people that have done tons of research. Nobody just has a kid and decides they want to be an anti-vaxxer without doing the research. Anti-vaxxers are the ones that actually have done the research or had a, you know, an older child that got vaccine injured or know of somebody, something sparked something in them that made them go do the research, read the ingredients of vaccines. The ones that are pro vaccines, those pretty much are the people that did not do the research. And if they did do the research, they asked their doctor and their doctor is into vaccines, like it's not an anti-vax doctor, which there's a lot of anti-vax doctors, but you got to remember when you ask your doctor about vaccines and they're pro-vaccine, um, young Pharaoh's video last night, he was cracking me up saying like, oh, people will come at him and say, oh, well, you're not a doctor. And it's like, yo, I wouldn't want to be a doctor. You keep, I don't want to learn science. They are, they're learning what the, from big pharma, like, and big pharma sells you the product like they're not learning healing they're they're selling you products and it's a business so they keep you coming back 
So, but well, yeah, and also they're the ones doing the um, they're the ones doing the research and the and the so called science and these studies and these tests yeah, on so the product. Yes, yeah, so you have to remember that when you go online to do research, if you're just going onto Google, of course you're going to find a ton of articles that are. Um, you know, pro well, and everything's shadow banned now, too. Yeah, everything's shadow banned. Yeah, so yeah. you, you have to know what, where to do the research. Yeah. But my point is just saying that the people that vaccinate are the ones that actually really haven't done the research. So it's so funny how the pro vaccine people really look down on the anti vaxxers, like we're the ones like doing something wrong and maybe you know, spreading viruses and diseases where it's like hello, like, we didn't just wake up and not anti-vax, like, we do it for a reason. (laughs) Yeah, a thousand percent. You know? Yeah, another really, just to give people some, like, um, resources, um, definitely Highwire with Del Big Tree, so much good information about what's going on right now, too. Yeah, he's great. Um, And he's he's just, you know, Suzanne Humphreys, Del Big Tree, um, uh, who is, uh, Dr. Tenpenny, um, they're, you know, these are all doctors and a lot of them are, you know, rebel, like have rebelled against the system. And a lot of them have rebelled against the system because of either personal experiences with their own family or themselves or experiences with clients, patients, whatever you want to call them. And they just like, couldn't handle it anymore. Yeah. So, and um, the other thing know, with um, vaccines, I feel like a lot of people, um, you know, say you have your first kid and then you like keep hearing vaccines are bad, but in your mind, you're like, wait, I'm normal. And I was vaccinated as a kid. You have to remember back in my day when I was vaccinated, I think it's only like, um, you know, we got maybe 15 throughout our childhood, but nowadays I, I think it's like before they're even one, they get like 15 vaccines. And I know some parents will even, um, just spread them out. But I, st- I still don't understand those people that just think spreading them out is better because it's like you're either pro-vax or you're anti-vax. Like, pick, pick a fucking side. Do your research. Well, no, and the, spre- the spreading out actually doesn't do anything um, because what it does is it's just a compounding effect. So you're doing it, you know, let's say you're doing like one a week or one a month or whatever. Um, you're still putting the metals in the body. You're just slow dripping it. Right. Like it's, it's the exact same thing because it's a compounding effect. Um, you know, it's, it's a, it's something that, yes, you have to do a lot of research on if you're the person th- that's why the mainstream, let's put it this way, does it blindly because they haven't done the research. But once you're the person who does the research on the opposing side, it's like almost impossible to think it's okay. I mean, in my opinion, but um, well, they, they, they just fear you with these diseases, which now I didn't think about it back then when I decided to be an anti-vaxxer. But now what I'm learning and realizing is that most of those um, disease outbreaks, like let's say measles outbreaks, I'm 100% confident saying they're all been really false flags. And the false flags are happen to make you go get the vaccine. So then they have your DNA and they can poison you and brainwash your ass and all the other crazy shit that they're doing which is another part I feel like if I was doing this vaccine talk years ago I wouldn't be bringing in this component but what I know now of what they've been literally doing to um yeah the false flags everything yeah yeah. to society and what the big agenda behind it all now I'm getting the real big agenda so I see how sick it is 
Um, another great point yeah. to bring up is that um, let's say you believe, you know, they weren't fake and they were like real viruses. You have to have confidence in your body. God gave you an immune system for a reason. God did could not create human beings to think that we could not heal from things and, and cast disease on us. And, you know, we didn't need to line up for um, a vaccine. It's just not, it's just not how he created us. So you kind of have to be. Well, even, even something like measles, you know, it's like, um, it's, it's more of a fear mongering thing because, you know, it is a virus. So stay home, rest and let your body heal from it. And then you gain actually real immunity um, by your body, you know, producing its own antibodies, because you have to remember a lot of these viruses too. Um, there's a lot of strains of them. So like the flu, for example, um, uh, even COVID, um, you're taking something that has many, many strains, and you're taking a, a vaccine for it that um, is, uh, it could only be one of the strains. And that's why they say the flu, the flu gets, you know, it mutates and gets stronger every year or whatever they say, but it's because of the vaccine that that's happening. Right, exactly. So and I don't want to say you know, that like um, measles and let's say polio, when I say it's all like false flag stuff, it doesn't mean it doesn't exist and people haven't died from it. That's not what I'm saying. No, but the, no, the, that's the, never what we're the saying. The big agenda, how they manipulate it and then they've been able to play in on the, uh, the vaccine movement is what what is, you know, you, you got to realize too, you know, vaccines, like you have to really check the ingredients because they're really fucking insane. They all have animal tissue. Um, most of them now I've learned even have abortal, aborted fetal cells. So that's like, the, that's why the whole abortion topic um, has come up in Planned Parenthood, which again, now that we're learning about politics, I realized the Democrats are the ones that always push Planned Parenthood and they guilt you into Planned Parenthood thinking that it's something else than it really, really is. Because I understand as a woman, you know, we should have our, our own rights to choose if we want to have an abortion. I totally agree with that. So I understand why so many people would go want to go to the left and be supportive of Planned Parenthood. But once you go down that rabbit hole and see the real sick, sick, fucking insane agenda behind that, and the connection with vaccines, all these things will kind of make a lot more sense to you. Um, but either yeah, way, you know, like, why, also... would you, why would you want to inject somebody else's DNA in you? I mean, me and Courtney kind of talked about this when we had our guests on with the, um, with the LGBTQ, I don't even know what it is, community. You brought it up just saying how like <laughs> the DNA and how we're, we're manipulating our DNA. No wonder why so many people are kind of like, you know confused about their gender when they're getting when you're a male and you're getting female dna put into your body Um, and again we want to say if you didn't watch that episode we're not casting any judgment on anybody in that community we love all we're you know it's it's not about we're genuinely no we're genuinely concerned that they're fucking with the human dna it's like an actual serious problem that has nothing to do with how people feel or what you know we're compassionate towards that um but we're looking at the whys behind things are happening and the, the fact that that's going on is breaking our hearts. Yeah. Um, you know, um, there, there's, a, I, I was reading some good stuff because I was literally just on Instagram. There was somebody who I'll read what the book says, but there's people having like a little debate and they're talking um, the, about how the, the healthcare system is the third leading cause of death in the U S 
Um, every medicine has a side effect. No medicine, medicine is one size fits all. If you read an insert, then you find out we are actually being injected into our children. Just 50 years ago, they received about three to six shots and then and they lived long, healthy lives. And at that time, there was less preservatives in the vaccines as well. But now there's 72 shots by the time kids are 18 and autoimmune diseases and cancers are at an all time high. I wonder why. And it's like you can't even you can't even argue those points, you know, because all the diseases are at an all time high and the preservatives in the vaccines are way more than what they used to be. So not only are we receiving more shots, we're, there's more preservatives in the shots as well. And if the science behind them was legitimate science, it would be awesome. But unfortunately, it's um, the, the science, like I mentioned, is done by or the, the studies are done by the companies that make the shots and also 4 billion um, and counting families have been um, paid out. Um, $4 billion have been paid out, has been paid out to families, um, vaccine injured families. Um, and if you don't know about theirs, it's the vaccine adverse events reporting system. And that's where, um, you know, people report their vaccine injuries. Um, and then, um, then they can get like a lawsuit and stuff like that. But, you know, pretty much, yes. Do a lot of people get vaccines? Nothing happens to them. Sure. You know, if you think that a lot of things that children have are normal, like getting sick regularly. Um, no, or a lot. here's a big one, like asthma. I have a friend whose kids have asthma, asthma and she would asthma. never in a million years, if I told her like, it's likely from vaccines, like she would not accept that in her mind at all. But that's the reality. Right. It's, Eczema, asthma, um, uh, what was the other big one? I was, oh, allergies. So all these things, you know, you know, there's even like, even digestive stuff, like these vaccines are putting, um, they're making our, our systems not work as well because we're, we're, we're putting stress and creating this vulnerable environment inside of our bodies, um, that is just causing a multitude of issues that can't even be measured because you could blame it on you you just try to blame it on nature you just fucked with nature by vaccinating yeah no I mean I feel like we you know because we don't have um it's like long past us because we've been doing this for so long and not into vaccines it just for me it's so sad that so many parents are just scared into giving vaccines when they just don't know like they know in their mind like it doesn't sound right but they're still scared of the disease and I guess that's the part that makes me sad is the fear around disease you know what I mean like that's just so so then they end up taking their kids to get like shots I was trying to explain to Ella that like you know kids go to the doctor and they get a shot and they like inject you with like you know, metals and shit. And she just like, you should see her mouth open her eyes. Big. She's like, what? Like, why do these people do this? And I'm like, they think it's like protecting them. Like she, she can't even wrap her head around it. And I'm just like, I don't know. I haven't even gone down that road with Link and I'm super open with him and the kid's only four. Yeah. But, um, no, you, know, you gotta I remember too, down that road. when kids get vaccinated and then you, you know, you take your kid in the morning to the doctor, they get their shots and then you go drop them off at school. A lot of those, um, 
vaccines are a live virus. So then basically you want to talk about, you know, shedding Shedding. virus, that's what happens. And that's how other kids can get sick um, at school. And a lot of kids, I've had tons of people say, oh yeah, I brought my baby for their shots. And then they had a horrible fever for two days. It was so scary. And it's like, yeah, you just injected them with a live virus that also had animal fetal cells, DNA, human DNA, aborted fetal cells, um, egg protein, um, heavy metals. You just injected that in your kid. How, like, how are you doing? <laughs> like, it's so mind blowing. And really, you know what a great group is? And I'm going to always kind of plug it is the advanced TRS because I love advanced yes, TRS. Sure. I see what it does in um, the group because there's so many vaccine injured children. And then mom decide to not vaccinate any longer. And they detox with um, advanced TRS, which is basically just a zeolite. Zeolites are known as the best way really to detox heavy metals and this one is a water molecule base so it's just a water spray and so it can go everywhere that water goes in the body so it's really great at um getting it out versus a clay zeolite which kind of goes right to the digestive system so i love um advanced trs yeah, the, the and that's the a little great group thing that i was just reading to uh learn about it's yeah. like a really great group yeah, the little thing I was just reading, um, this person on Instagram, they, I guess there's a new vaccine book out on um, Amazon. It's called I'm in your vaccines. And the cover of the book is a aborted, I guess it's a cow, it looks like a cow fetus. But it says I'm in your vaccines is a book that points out simple questions that any parent can understand the answers and ask the questions when it comes to vaccines. You don't need to be an expert or a scientist to comprehend this book. You only need to be a parent willing to ask questions. And um, there's like a little like debate on there. And um, it's just, you know, if you, if you want to find out any information, you can um, go to pretty much, there's so many, um, anti-vax which they're actually now calling pro-safety instead of anti-vax because it's not about being against vaccines it's about wanting safety for our children and not putting metals and preservatives into their system Um, but what I was going to say about this person is they actually are a TRS um, advocate that's what they're yeah but anyway yeah it's it's, um that's what it's about it's about pro-safety like why are we taking these little bodies and putting 72 shots into that? It doesn't make sense. And it's, um, it's just gotten more corrupt and more corrupt over time. And hopefully as all of this corruption is exposed and taken down, um, you know, cause vaccines is a huge thing right now and more people are questioning them than ever. And that's a really exciting thing because hopefully we'll get back to, you know, creating natural immunity for our bodies and, you know, creating a different medical system. And it's going to be all part of taking down these systems that are in place that are corrupt, that are based upon money and power, and that don't work and serve our bodies or our highest good. And we need to make these shifts um, in order for that to happen. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely business. There was um, a thing I reposted on Facebook that had me, you know, laugh out loud, because it says, if you accept a vaccine from a known eugenist, who wants to depopulate the world, your brainwashing is complete. <laughs> and it's so no, true. Exactly. It's so freaking true. Because it just Yeah, shows... the guy came out and said he wants to depopulate the world. Like, oh, okay. I mean, any, and that's why I hate, I know a lot of people don't like being called sheep, but it's classic sheep mentality. It's just describing 
like a personality or a trait because when you just blindly follow the masses without doing your research, blindly follow what your doctor tells you. Don't forget your doctor is getting paid. Your doctor is connected to big pharma. Doctors don't even know any different because they're sheep too. That's the reality of this. So it's like, no, that's a very good point. Well, I, I was, I was out to eat at a vegan restaurant and I overheard a doctor and his wife having a conversation and it was like a whole conversation about his practice and blah, blah, blah. And I was just listening and I was only with the kids. So it was like, I was like managing the two kids and just like listening to this doctor talk. And he literally said to his wife something about his, he got like paid $15,000 last year from his, from some, he called, he called it something, his vaccine. He, I want to say he said kickbacks, but like that wasn't the word he used, but it meant kickbacks yeah. from the, from the insurance companies. And he said something like, why wouldn't we be doing it or something like, it's almost like this was a doctor that like knew that they were bad and he shouldn't be doing it, but was saying he does it for the money. It was like a crazy conversation I overheard. Not that I needed to overhear it from him. I mean, this is common knowledge that yeah, yeah. these doctors, but it was just interesting to like, listen to a doctor talking to his wife about it. Was yeah, like, because it's oh, like, oh. people need to realize that if you weren't taking your child to go get their um, shots, th- think of how much less business they would have. They would almost be out of business because you wouldn't be going really for a well visit. Yeah, you wouldn't. I mean, no, and people, yeah, people could never wrap their head around the business, the vaccine business and, you know, it, it, big pharma too. Like it is fucking insane. The business. No, I know. And it's, you know, it's just really sad because, you know, these moms, I'm not saying they're bad moms. They're not bad moms. They go into the oh, um, doctor and they're these like, you know, like moms that think they're doing the best thing for their kids and they think the doctor cares about them. And they, it's like, like you're a fucking number. Like, and it's, and until you're going to wake up and realize that, that they don't give a fuck about you, even if they're acting like they do, because they might be a good person too. They're sheep and you're sheep. Yeah. So it's like the sheep leading the sheep. It's like the blind leading the blind. Well, another thing too is a lot of vegans don't know that, you know, when you vaccinate, then that's not technically vegan because of the aborted fetal cells from human babies and animal products and there there's even the egg protein um and that's why another thing special breed the 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 pro-vaccine vegans a very special breed yeah no they are because hey don't get me wrong some people say they're vegan but they still you know consume honey and you know what i mean like so it's not i'm not or have a car with leather seats like we're not trying to say like you can't call yourself vegan if you get vaccines. Like, it has nothing to do with that. I'm talking about, like, no. some of the hardcore animal activist ones. Mm-hmm. A lot of these people even that have animal sanctuaries, and maybe they are vegan, and they claim, you know, vegan animal sanctuary community, and they don't vaccinate their kids. But guess what? With their animal sanctuary and their farm, they're they're going the medical route with their animals and vaccinating their animals, because that's another big business, is vaccines for animals. It's a whole other fucking sham. And a lot of good people are manipulated and brainwashed into that and don't even like think about it because your vet comes out and you're like saving animals so you think you're like saving them from giving them the vaccine because you're scared into it even though you don't even like really believe in vaccines um you get suckered into that which is part of why you know I hope to one day when I create my new place I want to go out and do the holistic animal sanctuary like makeovers and show other animal sanctuaries how to do it holistically and they don't need to 
especially vaccinate and feed, you know, GMO processed food and all that. Yeah. So it goes with the animals too. So anyways, I mean, it's a whole really crazy topic and it's a road we haven't really been down in a long time because we just don't believe in them and we haven't in so many years, but there's so many great resources online and great groups and it's really about educating yeah, if you yourself. Want, if you want to know more about it, the, the, the resources are there. Like it's not like you can become fully educated on both sides of vaccines without a doubt within a couple hours of looking online. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, but don't forget though, the shadow banning and all that, like we said, you go to Google and I'm sure you can get, um, then you get confused, I guess, by it. Well, you have to go in Facebook and, you know, there's also really great Instagram accounts um, and that's just how it is. And if you think that getting your information from YouTube or from Facebook groups and Instagram is if you're just one of those people that's going to completely negate it. Um, number one, you're lazy and don't want to do the research. Yeah. <laughs> number two, you're completely fooled by, um, you're completely fooled by mainstream media because the real knowledge is now being shadow banned. So if you want to know it's available, you just have to look elsewhere. Um, and also it's, there's like, it's not only just, um, parents talking and sharing stories. There's peer reviewed articles. There's documentaries by doctors. You can watch Vax and, and just go to Dell big tree and watch high wire. He's all into the science. It's yeah. not about, um, it's not about guessing or thinking it's no, this is friggin' evidence. Like there's, <laughs> you just watch these documentaries at, at least, at least watch them to see the other side. I mean, what do you have to lose by seeing the other side? Nothing. Right. So. Yeah, no, I was thinking when you see both sides, I guess, you know, it would like get the parent more confused. But the reality is you, you'd have to, your heart would have to want to lean towards the anti-vax when you see that research and know that the pro-vaccine research definitely has an agenda behind it. Where what the fuck is the agenda behind the anti-vax information? Like there's no agenda yeah, behind that, that. You, that. That they don't want kids to be vaccine injured. That's the agenda behind it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like you have like, to look at the you always have to look at the agenda. The agenda behind the pro vaxxers is huge, huge, sick, insane rabbit hole that I understand a lot cannot wrap their head around. And no, the fear, agenda is money. The well, agenda is money. Well, more than that too, manipulating your DNA, brainwashing yeah, us yeah, into yeah. sheep, and making us unhealthy. Like so many things. And I yeah. understand it's hard to wrap your head around that and fear rules you to want to lean still lean towards that because you have fear but you have to step out of the fear and go within I mean there's no agenda behind the anti-vaxxers except for you know not wanting to have a vaccine injured child and live a healthier life you know what I mean (laughs) there's no like agenda no that I know that is such a great point though because it's like I would love to like ask someone who's like a pro-vaxxer that hates anti-vaxxers or whatever their outlook is like what is like what do they think the agenda is yeah, yeah, yeah. for an anti-vaxxer like yeah. what like what is it is it just like that they're crazy that they're you know like what is what is the agenda and it's like even if you want to say they're crazy it's like but wait they're crazy because they don't want kids to be vaccine injured because they know people whose kids have been like you know what I mean it's just it's just like to me it's like a it's like a pointless argument no, for sure. It's definitely the whole thing is really whack. 
so um yeah but that's really it so we kind of touched on antibiotics and vaccines hope it was like a little helpful again sometimes and I feel like we talked about this stuff I feel like uh you know here we did like you know, someone took 45 minutes to listen to us, like ramble about the conversation when they could have spent like, cause I know people are short on time. Like so many people are telling me, Oh, I don't have time to watch a video. It's like, again, lazy. If you're not going to put in the research, then I don't, I don't want to hear the shit, man. <laughs> but you know, you could have spent an hour of time yeah. really digging in the research. Like you just said of, um, big tree and high wire and you know, all the real science behind it yeah. when you're really wanting to learn, but hopefully it was helpful. I want to do a little next short one on, um, breast implants so um when you have some time but I think that's it is there anything else you want to say about it no yeah okay all right right. we'll talk talk to you later. later bye bye